This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by, um, actually, um, actually, I win that argument because I have some uh, cherry-picked little thing that disproves what you were saying, even though the large, I agree to the larger point you're making, I still have to nitpick this this little deal, and I'm glad that I did, because otherwise I'd have to admit that I'm just an asshole. Um, actually, the uh, number one way to get uh, online arguments, I'm actually sold at an online retailer near you. Hello, and welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only formerly intercoastal highway-based podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Tim the Handlebreaker, and with me today, as always... It's Tab Burt. Welcome back, everybody. Big episode 261. Oh, yeah. Your sixth of the podcast begins right now. Right now. Um, Boy, what a week it's been. I got a call this morning telling me that I am moving up another rung in the corporate ladder. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice and also bad. Um, Yeah. So that's that's been pretty cool. Been hella busy still. Really wish it would slow down at some point, but it absolutely it refuses to. It's not going to. Thanksgiving's this week. It is. Um, what are you thankful for, Teb? I'm not really. Don't have anything. I'm so fucking tired. I- <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. You hear everything in the world tells you how you're bad yeah. for being a white person or you're bad because you don't spend enough money on this and you're inadequate for all these reasons. But, oh, oh, yeah, you need to tell us why you're thankful. Like, why don't you companies tell us why you're thankful instead of running Christmas ads in the middle of October? Huh? <laughs> how about that? Why doesn't Lexus put out a November to be thankful for the car you're already driving sales event? <laughs> Well, you come in and we'll uh, we'll do a, give you a free checkup on your car and tune up, you know, because we're thankful for you as a business. Yeah. You don't see any of that shit. It's always, oh, yeah. Be sure to buy your Christmas pajamas from Old Navy <laughs> sold by a family of black people who are all obnoxious. Uh, never mind the fact that you don't wear pajamas and you hate Christmas themed items. Oh, and it's fucking October. Yeah. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful for a world where... Uh, People can be so vehemently wrong on the internet and then not learn a fucking thing for two years. (laughs) Kyle Rittenhouse is guilty of murder. Oh, I didn't know that he was being chased. I didn't know that he only shot at people who were directly attacking him. I don't know. I didn't know that that he didn't cross state lines that day or that he was a certified medic. The gun didn't. I didn't know all these things about this case, but. I still came up with a full opinion on it. Way before it happened. Yeah, way before the actual trial happened. Meanwhile, Ghislaine Maxwell, the pimp that worked with Jeffrey uh-huh. Epstein, her trial starts next week. That's not getting live streamed. Nope. They they got a one of those old fashioned nineties sketches of the court. Yeah, yeah. Uh, jury selection begins begins in the Ghislaine Maxwell case. Here's a hand sketched photo that someone did. Meanwhile, here's Kyle Rittenhouse trial live streamed to the yeah. entire fucking hey, planet. Can we get uh like thirty of those every second? Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Congrats to Nick Ricada, a longtime friend of the show. He had a Buku. When the when the Rittenhouse verdict hit, I just happened to be at lunch when it when it came up. Uh he was had a hundred seventeen thousand viewers to his stream. That's a lot. He had eight other lawyers. They were breaking they they did they streamed the whole trial. Um 
but yeah, he he got better numbers than most of the legacy media outlets as far as views go on that. So that's really cool. Really happy for him. He's he was on Glenn Beck. He was on uh, uh, Tim Pool's show. He's making the rounds. Cool. Um, how wild is it? You know that guy who was just a shit poster in the TDS <laughs> Facebook group, and then he decided to stream himself reading the lull suit. And then the whole Vic Mignogna thing, uh-huh. and it's just he's just skyrocketed into stardom by just being like a good, wholesome dude who tells the truth to the best of his ability and doesn't bullshit people. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, but yeah, Kyle walked free. I'm I'm honestly shocked. I thought that they'd nail him on something, on on a technicality or yeah. something. Yeah. Now, so of course the feds are like, "Well, we're gonna look into this because yeah, maybe yeah. we can." It's like, yeah, fuck you and your double jeopardy, you sons of bitches. The all the people people didn't know that the people he shot were not black. <laughs> yeah, like little fundamental facts of the case. Yep. Mark Ruffalo is out there being like, Jojo was murdered. Oh, he was murdered by <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse. Jojo, the guy that raped at least 12 kids, raped at least 12 kids. You're sad that that guy's dead? Even if there was a cold-blooded murder, even if Kyle Rittenhouse like, kicked him in the back of the knees down to a squatting position, pulled his yeah. rifle up and just blew his fucking head off in the street, even then... Cold, deliberate, calculating murder. It's like Joseph uh, Joseph Rosenbaum, convicted pedophile, uh, ple- plea dealed out on five counts, but actually was probably closer to a dozen rapes of little boys murdered by Kyle Rittenhouse today. I'd be like, eh, yeah, you know, nothing really lost there. <laughs> Not really a lot lost when you kill a pedophile. Yeah. But fucking Mark Ruffalo, he's got to go out there and cry. Kind of makes me wonder about what Mark Ruffalo's going going on. Is he part of the pedophile Illuminati elite? See if he, see Sounds if he pops like up. Sounds like it. See if he pops up in the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Oh, God, I fucking hope so. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure she's dead already. <laughs> yeah, Ghislaine, we're going to move you down to East Block. Isn't there nobody else on East Block? That is correct. Isn't the power out on East Block? Also, yes. Trial starts and please state your name. Hello, I'm Ghislaine Maxwell. (laughs) It's like a dude with a beard and everything. You don't look like (laughs) Ghislaine Maxwell. No, no, here's the the, uh, mugshot that they took when I was arrested. It was like wearing the same clothes. (laughs) Ah, well, that's what the court paperwork says, yeah. Yeah, I... What a shitbox world we live in. Uh, but, but state lines. But state lines, man. That's the other amazing thing was the argument is he crossed state lines. He crossed state lines. Yeah, but isn't the border just an imaginary line and we should just let all the fucking Mexicans and El Salvadorians uh-huh. just flood in this country like it's no big deal? They can cross state lines. Kyle Rittenhouse not allowed to cross state lines. That's what I'm understanding here. Uh, totally ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. And also that they didn't say is that his mom did not live in Kenosha. Right, but his dad did. Yeah. So he spent we like every other weekend and over in Kenosha. So 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 you're saying that he needs like was that would be like twenty twenty six uh, counts of crossing state lines per, per year. Per year, yes. So I mean, count and then and then you count the amount of years. That's a lot of sentences. Rosenbaum and Groitz, the guy who pointed a gun at Kyle before yeah. he was shot. They both traveled over 50 miles to Kenosha, but I guess they didn't cross any state lines, so, so it's, it's fine. no big deal. <laughs> 
I love how they're like, this AR-15 is a weapon designed to kill. Blah. Also, here's the other funny thing is that he shot Groitz in the arm. And they're yeah. always saying like, you don't need to take a lethal shot. If someone's got a gun, you shoot it out of their hands. That's what he did. That's what he did. That's what he did. <laughs> he blew that dude's bicep up. The, the one guy dragged him like 10 feet. From trying to get the gun away from Kyle, yeah, yeah, but it was in a sling, so it couldn't come loose. What do you? They're like, you should have taken your beating. We know what happens. We have seen <laughs> time and time again what happens when protesters lose their minds and attack someone. The gun in Kyle's hands kept him alive. Yep. If he hadn't had that, he would be a dead man because he tried to. He tried to stop Rosenbaum from pushing a dumpster that was on fire into a gas station. He stopped them from doing that and put out the fire, and that's where the altercation started. The pedophile was trying to be an arsonist, and he got what he fucking deserved. Oh, man. I'm so glad that trial's over. Now now the, the Ahmed Aubrey case is going to be tried. I'm sure those yeah. guys are going to jail forever. Because while that one was also self-defense, Arbery tried to take their gun. It's been argued that they had no right to stop him, which they absolutely did. He was doing suspicious shit in their neighborhood. <laughs> You could totally hold someone somewhere until the cops can get there. Citizen's arrest. It is citizen's arrest. And then he went for their gun, and uh, he got his hand blown off. And then his head. Well, what have you been up to this week, Tim? Uh, it, I, it, days have just morphed into... Years. Yeah. I, working and, I don't know, stuff. It's just hard to keep keep track. Yeah, you gonna do anything special for Thanksgiving this week? Uh, eat some fucking food. Yeah, I don't think I'm doing anything for Thanksgiving. No, kind of looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah, just gonna watch TV, do some laundry. Yeah, we don't have big Thanksgivings anymore. Our Thanksgiving used to be twelve, thirteen people. Yeah. And that was only three. That would, that would only be like three households worth of people. Uh, it's occasionally, you know, the cousins come by, and it's or the the extended cousins come by, and it turns into, you know, twenty five people. Those days are long gone. Yep. Uh, my stepmom and I used to get together, and there'd be like twenty five something people or yeah. something like that. But yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to some. Goddamn peace and quiet. Peace and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I heard a drive-by the other day. It's been a while since I heard a drive-by. Oh, and you're near your neighborhood? Oh, yeah. Some dude fucking got murked. Nice. It was, it was pop, 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 That was the tire screeching. Speaking of drive-bys, you yeah. see that uh, the guy drove through the Christmas parade in Wisconsin? Yeah. That's another one where they the news came out about that, and I was like, it's, just, it's November 20th and you're uh -huh. doing a Christmas parade. I kind of feel like there are no victims here. <laughs> Apparently he got arrested in full view of someone's ring doorbell. Oh, after that chase? Yeah. Well, apparently he got arrested like a week beforehand, two weeks beforehand. Was Maybe out, that was what it was. He was out on bond. Uh -huh. uh, he stabbed somebody. Mm. Then fleeing from the stabbing, he got into the parade route and just plowed through a bunch of people. Oh, so he wasn't even like an anti-Christmas dude or wanted to hit someone. Um, I, that I don't know. He was just fleeing. Uh, allegedly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those people totally deserve it, though. <laughs> you can't. 
Why do you need? Why do you need to have a Christmas parade? Someone said, "Well, you know, it's Wisconsin, so the weather gets really cold." Yeah. Okay. And then don't have a Christmas parade. <laughs> you don't need to have a Christmas parade. You you don't need to have a Christmas parade. Christmas parade in the first place. So, if it's twenty degrees colder mm-hmm. in December, what does it matter? Yeah. Just have a pre-thanksgiving parade like oh it's for community just don't call a christmas parade then because it it can't be a christmas parade because thanksgiving is the next week yeah yeah you know there's uh there's a famous parade that happens on thanksgiving day you know there's a a big department store because parades are just advertisements it's just advertising like you have a marching band and then you have a bunch of stores that pay to drive a truck through with a sign on them so you can go, oh, look, we support gays or we support Thanksgiving or we support Christmas or it's we support the veterans. And hey, look, it's it's some um, singer singing a thing. Parades suck, too, because they block off whole sections of, of your yeah. town, depending on how big it is, can be a real pain in the dick. I was trying to get to work on Sunday and apparently there was some fucking run that sprawled all the way downtown, midtown, Brookside. I don't know. I don't know what the run was, but I keep like trying to get yeah. into downtown to go to the building I'm trying to get to. And every road's like, now road closed, detour. <laughs> Next road, road closed, detour. Next road, road closed, detour. Till finally I, I had, I just had, I had to drive over the route, but there was like only one spot in the whole route. They, yeah. they made a loop around downtown. So they essentially created a moat where you can't come through except for it, <laughs> a few predetermined spots. And of course this is not eight in the morning when the race has started. No. I, I'm getting there. I'm trying to get into downtown at like two in the afternoon all the hardcore people have come and gone. Yeah. Oh, it was, I just, I hate, I hate things that close roads for no fucking reason. We don't need parades. It's not no. 1941 anymore. <laughs> anyway, well, let's get into some issues, Tim. Here's what I don't get. People telling you how to do your job. Yeah. There is nothing more annoying than that. I've, I've been getting text messages. I got the show coming up, and I've been getting text messages from people where they like, "Have you gotten the information for this show yet?" And I've just started replying back, "No, have you?" <laughs> it's a good, uh, it's a good reply. Yeah, because if I had it, you would have it, but I don't. I have, for for whatever reason, I have de- I have decided on my own recognizance being my position yeah to not start distributing information about this show now that could be for a multitude of reasons yeah. it could be because i'm obviously it could be because i'm bad at my job and it, i it i be. want to wait to the last second to do something because yeah. i'm a i'm a uh, chronic procrastinator that could be it sure. right now if you were to look at my track record over the last 6 months and say well usually when he gets the show, he starts setting it right away. So it must not be because he's bad at his job or a <laughs> chronic procrastinator. There must be some other thing going on. Yeah. And I'm I'm happy to answer questions, but what I hate having to do is to justify my decisions because someone else feels that they're incorrect yeah. with absolutely no uh, backing up for that. 
So the reason I haven't sent out the I hadn't sent out the show when I started getting these te- text messages. And the reason why I hadn't sent out the show show when I started getting these text messages was a because it was small. It's like sixteen people. Yeah. It's uh, it's twenty two twenty five twenty. It's less than thirty people with everyone that everyone taken care of. Yeah. So this is really small. I I can get these number of people that I need, no problem no at problem. all. Now, for uh, the other reason is that the request that I was sent does not match the working conditions that we require. So I have to negotiate with the client yeah. what the what this actually needs to look like. I can, if I set based on his call, I'm going to leave people out who should otherwise be in certain positions. If I do it based on my own interpretation of his call, I'm going to be having to cut people. And so we need to have an agreement so that he knows how many people are showing up and I'm only making that amount show up. Yeah. So that's what I'm, that is what I'm working on. That is why, but I don't need to explain that to everyone who texts me asking if they have information yet. Mm -hmm. If you want to be my boss, up until today, that job was open. <laughs> it, it's been open for months. Yeah. If you think you'd be so fucking good at it, if you think it's so easy, please, by all means, take some take some of the weight off of the people who are running all this shit. But the, the people who think they know how to do your job, they are never the ones that, when push comes to shove, step up to try and fix it. Hey, we need help with this. Oh, sorry, I'm busy with doing something completely other than what you need from me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I get I get people complaining about people, other people not getting paid, like on their behalf. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm aware. I'm not <laughs> going to discuss that with you because that is private information between me and this other person, yeah. not information between me and you to then give to that other person. Even if I know you're friends with them. Even, yeah, like a trucking and tucking. If trucking and tucking was having some pay issue, yeah. I'm not going to tell you about that. Yeah. Because it's not your business. And yeah. I'm certainly not going to tell it to you so that you can relay it to him. <laughs> he has my number. Yeah. If he's got an issue, he can reach out directly to me. Following up on last week's issue, real quick, and I brought in people not following through, and specifically yeah, the guy yeah. who kept texting. Well, I finally, I finally got him to respond when he texted me yet again last Friday. I still haven't been paid. Blah 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 blah. And I just copy pasted that same message about uh, you have never provided your your i nine your IDs to the i nine. Like probably like what. 15 oh, 20 times I mean, it, it takes up the majority of the phone yeah and finally he responds person got all that and i said and you didn't fill out the i9 correctly yeah he says i got my he lists some ids where can i get one i said if you send me your id and birth certificate i will fill out the i9 and submit it to the payroll company and then he replies with this i don't know that you didn't have all of that all one word paperwork till no i could have taken care of it a a long that's one word uh-huh. time ago the only one word reason i wouldn't work the conversia n is because guy is a drunk and a idiot i told <laughs> other guy that he passes out in the bomb 
on the basketball risers, rise with the Z, and stays there all night that they thought, spelled T-H-A-U-G-H-T, I was trying get him F fired to have that job back. I told other guy he will get fired and I don't want that job back. And I replied back, I told you on a call and texted you on October 25th to get them from you. Once you get me those documents, I will submit them to the payroll company. I don't remember that call. I didn't specify what call. Yeah. I just said a call. Yeah. And I don't have the text or I would have got you all that info so I could get paid. I will get it to you Monday. Right? That seems like the end of the conversation, right? Yeah. Then he says, I gave all my informa- m- info to let's just Other say person. Joe, yeah, Joe before the shutdown for the virtuous. <laughs> okay. And I said, have you been texting Joe about getting paid and ignoring his request for documents for the I-9? And he replied, no. And I said, then it's probably irrelevant that you gave him info more than 20 months ago. Yeah. And I, that was pretty much the end of me replying to him. But he texted me about a, a, a half a dozen more times with that. So he finally, he, so Monday was yesterday. Yeah. No contact. Uh, he's not campaign again, but that's the thing. Is it like, and it's everywhere. God. It's everywhere, right? Yeah. The people do it at Walmart and shit. They like they lecture the employees about stupid things. Yeah, like mind your own fucking business. If you think you would be such a great bagger at the at the grocery line, there's an application right there at the customer <laughs> service desk. Uh, you you missed a spot sweeping. Like I I'm coming back. I'm coming to back it. to it. Everybody's got to micromanage and nitpick one another. Just live and let live. I, I always try and let people do their job the way they see fit to do yeah. it. The only time I will say anything is if something I perceive something to be dangerous for some reason, dangerous to them, dangerous to me, dangerous right. to a third party. I'll go, hey, don't do that that way. Yeah. Outside of that, it's really none of my fucking business. If you want to do something the hard way, you want to four-man lift all these boxes instead of going over to the forklift and having the forklift guy do it, all right, we'll do it that way. But people feel the need to get involved. They feel like they have to say something to people for just to be important. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but something inside some people is just... uh... And like the the being harassed about this call, you you're pestering me with something without the full amount of information. Yeah. I understand you go on the you go on the online and you see that there's a concert on on Friday, yeah, and you've heard rumors because you're a gossip with all these people to live in the drama that they're going to be doing load in before Thanksgiving, and you think that you should be on that call. But if you were supposed to be on that call, you'd be on it. You'd be on it. Yeah. You don't take anything other than fork calls, and there's no request for a fork tomorrow, so I don't need you on this. I know that you... So that's the other thing, is that I did start officially setting that call late yesterday. I know this guy is available. I know the position that he's going to work. I even have his name on the sign-in sheet, but I haven't contacted him about it yet. Mm. I'm just going to make him sweat a little bit more. Nice. Fuck him. What are you going to do? Not work there? <laughs> uh, it's and it's it was it's been especially frustrating for the last four months, five months, no, three months, August, September, October, November, four months 
where we haven't, my, the position above mine has not been filled. And yeah. so me and another guy and a third guy who is now quitting also in next week. Have you split those duties? Have but, but, but Yeah, we've been splitting those duties and trying to get all this stuff taken care of and people being like, hey, I haven't been paid for this this call yet. Like, yeah, I I realize that it's because the venue hasn't paid their bills because no one's the, been paid yet. The venue hasn't. The, the venue thinks that it's like just kind of whenever they can get around to it <laughs> that the, these invoices get paid. But I don't have time to put their feet to the fire because my feet are to the fire trying to get calls filled at three different venues around the city and now even more we're doing more stuff outside the city and around the state with all these other petty requirements that i have to try and navigate yep just to get you the thing that you need i i would love to i would love to have the time every monday to sit down and be like okay these things are 30 days past due let me go push on these people but I can't do that because Mondays I wake up and it's like, oh, here's a request. We need hands on Thursday and we need hands on Friday and we need hands on Friday on this other side of town. And I need this specific amount of stuff. And oh, yeah, by the way, you also have to work a bunch of things because these people that bitch and moan about how you don't call them also don't show up for work. So you end up having to work <laughs> shifts like 9.30 p.m. to 1.30 a.m. and then 5.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. Yeah. On the so that someone else doesn't have to doesn't have to be a little tired when they get get off work. Just if you think it's so easy, please try and do it. Please try. And do, I'm I'm about to the point where I I want to start assigning people my job. Yeah, on my on site job, which yes. is different than my day to day job. I want to give them my on-site job and just have them show up and just, here you go. Oh, by the way, you're in charge today. Since you think you know when everybody needs to take breaks and you think you know the stipulations of the contract that yep. allow you to work certain numbers of hours and you think you know how to fill out the spreadsheets more efficiently than everybody else, here's the clipboard. Here's who's supposed to be here today. You can cross off tab Bert. He's, uh, he's here. And you can cross off yourself. And good luck. Do you know any of these other fucking people's names? <laughs> any of them? No. Oh, yeah, by the way, there are 15 new people on this call, and you have to do all the paperwork for them. Is the stress starting to build yet? <laughs> and then when you leave here, you have to go by the payroll company in the specific window that they want you to be there and deliver the paperwork and hope that they don't come out and chew you out for all the perceived slights that they have that they think that you haven't done correctly. Fuck you. And that's half of your job. And that's half of it. The the whole time you're also doing this, you should be doing the other half of my job. Yeah. Yeah, you should also be worried about everything that's coming up in the next month. Yeah. And the stuff that happened last week. And people texting you that they haven't been paid. And people texting you that they can't be there today. And so yeah. you, now you need to replace them at the last yeah. second. And people... Somehow getting your personal cell phone and texting you and calling you there, begging you, oh, please, I need work. Put me on anything. I'll do any. I'm, I'm happy to do any kind of work you are willing to give me. Yeah. Obviously very drunk on the phone. <laughs> Except I really, I really don't 
uh, do audio, not good at audio. And uh, so, you know, really that's my, my weakest point. I really don't feel comfortable doing audio now. Mind you, Tim, we don't really do audio. You don't we do just audio. assist a person in doing audio. Yeah. Also, I've, I've done audio. Exactly. You put speakers together and you run cables. Yeah, you just do what you're told. Just, just like when you do lighting, you put some lights up and you run some cables. <laughs> and also, I don't like to do carpentry work if I if I don't have. But I'll I'll do it. But only if I. Have. It's like fuck's sake, dude. You just also. This is a 10 minute, it was a 10 minute conversation yesterday. Someone gave this guy my personal cell phone instead of my work cell phone. Yeah. It's like, I know this guy's going to be calling me on my personal cell phone again. I have another guy texting me. Te- oh, I really need work. I really need work. Really? Okay. Here you go. Text him back from my work, e- work cell phone. Are you available this date time for this show? Yes, I'll be there. Doesn't show up. Then he texts me the next day on my personal cell phone, not the cell phone that gave him the fucking call. Uh, I just, my bus didn't stop. It just drove right by me. So I don't think I'm gonna make it in today. Okay. The call was yesterday <laughs> and this isn't the cell phone that you should be texting to. Yeah. You need to be texting to the one that is setting, giving you the call or here's the other one that drives me nuts. I get it all the time. Uh, yeah. Hey, who do I talk to about this call? Whoever gave it to you. I didn't call you about it. Why are you t- talking to me? Well, I got this number. Is this your number? No. My <laughs> number's the one that I text you from about the one about the shows that you see me working. Yeah. That number that you is texting about those is someone else's thing. But please, please let me know about how you haven't been paid for Oktoberfest yet. I will be sure to jump on that, being that I have no fucking idea what those calls were because I was not involved with Oktoberfest at all. Not even like one percent involved with Oktoberfest. Why would you think that was my responsibility? God, it's just, but they, everybody thinks they know what your job is and, and they think that they, I know that some people have said one guy said, he he said to me once, he's like, yeah, I used to think that I wanted your job because I walk past there. I'd see, you know, see the guy sitting, just sitting there at the desk, like working. I mean, I hear people, people just just sitting there the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, he's just he's just sitting there, and they think that it's easy. They think that that's what it is. Oh, yeah. we're over here working and and lifting all this heavy shit, and that guy's just over there sitting. Yeah, like yes, uh, I am over there sitting, but I'm also over there making sure that that your working conditions are correct. I'm trying to get stuff filled out so that you all get paid in time. I'm sitting there trying to work the next show to get keep the work coming. I. It looks it looks like lazy work, but yeah. yeah. So one the one guy I was talking to, he said, "I thought I always want that job, and then I spent more time with the old the old yeah. steward, and I started to really see what he was doing all the time, and I realized I really really do not want that job. <laughs> and you know what? He's one of the easiest nicest guys to work with. Wow, because he understands. He understands. Yeah. yeah. He's he when when he's not coming in there when I'm like obviously in the middle of something trying to ask me stupid questions about yeah. things like I'm I'm there typing clickety clackety at, at my computer looking at the computer screen someone will walk in and be like hey yeah so I was just wondering about this tool concert that's coming up <laughs> and I won't I won't even look away from what I'm doing and I'll be like that's January 30th that is not something that I can yep. talk to you about yep. today. Like the only thing anyone needs to come up to you and talk talk to you about 
on a, on a, on a call mm-hmm. is like, uh, yeah, Jim just sliced his finger off. Yeah, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff. Those, those are the types of things that if you don't think that I'll get out of my chair for it, probably doesn't need to be yeah, talked about yeah. at, like right away. Yeah. But yeah, the, someone came over to me the other day and I'm again, sure I look lazy as fuck sitting there at my computer. Comes over there like person cut their finger. I'm like, whatever I'm doing at that moment, that stopped. was that was that was stopped yeah. because that's not important. Yeah. And First I, I go find the person and it was nothing. It was nothing. The other person blew it way out of proportion. She's like, oh yeah, I like I I smashed it, but it's it, fine. It's I'm totally fine. Yeah. Like, okay, you sure? Like, yeah, it's it's. Here she like shows me her hand flexing. Yeah. Like I it just. It got pinched between a case. Like, okay, well, let me know if you have any other problems. But that's that is a level that's a level of interruptibility that yeah, yeah. It needs to be. Hey, we haven't gotten our break. The lighting crew hasn't gotten our break. Okay, you go to break right now, or show me your crew head. I'll go talk to him and yeah. I'll make sure you yeah. guys get your break. Go over to that guy and be like, hey, these guys are five minutes past due for break time. You got to send them twenty minutes right now. Doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah. And then send him to break. Those are the types of things that require require being potentially an argument. Yeah, like because because a lot of time the the show people are just uh they I don't know it's weird that they're they're traveling show people and they deal with all the uh you think that dealing with all the it's they're dealing with the union but it's just the different locals. Yeah. You think that they would understand like, you know, the, the union rules on breaks and stuff. You would think that, but they don't, but they don't. And then they're, then they're the guy. I don't get to take a break. Yeah. Then there's the, then there's the guy who, uh, the people who will like come to me and let me know that other groups have not yet taken their break. Like, yeah, I'm fully aware. We've already, I've already worked all this out. I worked all this out two hours ago. It's taken (laughs) care of. There's like, a lot of people to manage and there's groups and there there are there are sixty people here yeah. working in five departments. We can't have sixty people go to break at once. Well you we could. Well, yeah. But the like the show comes to a screeching halt. So they're, yeah. they're just like, hey, sometime between ten AM and ten thirty AM, have your crews break as they as you it naturally happens where sure. you like you finish, right, it, you finish, we finish one this test. whole truss lighting. Let's take yeah. take fifteen. Uh, we finish building the decks before we lift this shit up top here. Carpentry take fifteen. The eraser in the both eraser in the air. Cool audio take fifteen. Now that's not going to happen right at ten a.m. No, but it's probably going to happen somewhere between ten and ten thirty. Yep. And then at ten thirty, if people don't haven't been sent, then I'm out there going like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> But yeah, they're just they'll fucking micromanage you. Your job is to do what that guy tells you. When yeah. he says lift, you pick it up and you move it. God, I wish you could just the the response I wish you could give would just be like, "Are you the steward?" That is the response that I would love to give. Yeah, yes. are you the steward? No. Well, then why do you care? Yeah. Oh. Anyway, well. But yeah, everybody thinks they know how to do your job. But then when it, but then when the job is literally open, like there are now, there are now two versions of yes. my job, my former position open right now. Yeah, the one that I just vacated, and the one that is being vacated by someone else. Uh huh. Right. Two of them. We have gone 
to these people and been like, hey, we want to, you know, make you full time, all this stuff. No, I don't really want to no, do it. No, do it. Oh, but you can't shut the fuck up when you're working <laughs> on my crew. Huh. How weird is that? How fucking weird is that? I just want to, like, I I wish you could, like, hold up a portal in time, right? Yeah. So when they come tell you some stupid shit, you go, hey, look at here. This is a window in the future when I ask you if you want my job and you say no. So why don't you take whatever you're feeling at this moment in the future and feel that right now and get fucking lost. (laughs) I can't believe, uh, you know, if I was, if uh, people always do that, like if I was the the, uh, quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, I were really done like a pinch perversion play. I bet you would. You (laughs) fucking 45 pounds out of weight. Can't run for a block. Bastard. Monday morning quarterback motherfucker. <laughs> People always are like, oh, why can't I get a job as a CEO of something bogus? Uh, anyway, Tim, what's your uh, first issue this week? Uh, here's what I don't get. Modern shoe design. Uh, it was time for me to replace both pairs of my uh, my frequently used shoes. And uh, one one pair of which are you uh, going to be auctioning those off? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's not an auction. It's a it's a it's they're going to be an NFT. No, they're uh, they're on my OnlyFans. Oh, I see. Yeah, one shoe each. Yes, five hundred dollar tier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one one pair of which I could stick my finger through, like from bottom of shoe into. Oh yeah yeah. That's how that's how run down both both were. Um, so I go to the, sh- go, go, to, go to a shoe store and, uh, I, I do not understand modern shoe design. It's, uh, are you talking about like the aesthetics on the, the aesthetics of most, okay. of most, of most shoes. So like you've got right boots, boots don't really change. No, you, you got work boots. You got, uh, like hiking dress boots. hiking boots. You got dress boots. Those don't really change. The ones that that could change the most would be like dress boots go along with whatever, you know, whatever's in and out. Yeah. Square toe, round toe. Right. But generally, you know what a pair of dress boots looks like. Yeah. Uh, And then you've got uh, uh, dress shoes. Most, you know, most dress shoes have been the same for decades. Yeah. Right. For, for forever. But everything in between that, uh, the the modern version of these shoes, I just because it's been a while since I've been shoe shopping. Of course, because uh, you're a man. Yeah, yeah. I wore. I, you buy I, a pair of I shoes, buy, you wear it forever, and then they're dead. I bought the shoes and I literally wore them out. Yes. Uh, and so, uh, so so I was like, okay, here's what I here's what I want. I want an everyday pair of shoes, something to wear. I can something comfortable that I can wear every day. Uh. I started having, I think I, what was when I, or on my birthday episode, I talked about having some pain in my foot. Yeah. It has still, it had, it's, it's just been there now. I think it's, it's like the starting. Is it gout? No, I think it's uh, tendonitis. Ah. From wearing shitty, shoes, worn yeah. out shoes. So I wanted something, you know, with some. Uh, better support. Better support, right? But a comfortable everyday shoe, 
shoe. And then I wanted something I could wear to calls. Okay. Right. Whether it be like a hiking boot or whatever. I ended up just getting a pair of uh, like Wolverines. Yeah. Um, Steel toe, composite toe. Composite. Very nice. Uh, but I'm looking at, you know, the, my, my, I've never been one for like the athletic shoe, like yes. a running shoe. I've yeah. never really liked the running shoes because they, they're always over designed. They're over designed. And I don't like the design of them. Yeah. And if, if the, even the ones that aren't over designed. Right. So I've used, I've generally stuck to like the skater type shoe, whether that be like the vans, the thin vans or like the, the big ass, um, uh, like the, the chunky ones. Right. My last two pairs were one of each. Yeah. Uh, like those DC shoes I had, I got them cause I put them on in the shoe store and it was like walking on clouds. Uh, but my number one gripe with modern shoe design is color. Yes. Why the fuck is white a dominant color in shoes? Oh, I thought you were going to go with the horrific neon. That's number two. That's number two. My number one issue is why the fuck white is a common color. Not just like, like on the top of the shoe everywhere. I, I don't like it, but on the top of the shoe, if it was, if it was, if the white was just the top of the shoe, I could live with it. But why is white the bottom of the shoe? Yeah. Why is the bottom of the shoe white? The, the part that touches all the, the dirt. The part that touches the shoe. Shoes are the dirtiest thing that humans wear. Yeah. Because we walk. Because we walk around on all kinds of shit. The only time you uh, are wearing sh- there, there's only a couple of times when a human is wearing wearing a shoe. And specifically tries to avoid some form of dirt shit. or water or shit. Yeah. Right. If you see a piece of shit, you don't want to step in it. But if you if you step in shit on your shoe, everyone stepped in shit before on the shoe. You you take it off. If you have another, you you try not to wear it. Right. You let it dry out and you yeah. scrape it off. Right. Uh, if you have a if you're wearing a brand new pair of shoes, you bought this pair of shoes yesterday. And there's a pud- muddy puddle in front of you that you can go around. You go around. You're it. going around it. But you, the thing that I don't understand about the white shoe is the otherwise black shoe that then has a stark white sole. Uh, there were so many of those at the shoe store. Uh, what is that style? Because here's here, I don't I don't know what it is. Here's here's the colors I like in my shoes. Earth tones. Here's the colors I like in my shoes. Black. Yeah. Like the color of outer space, uh-huh. like the color of my eyes closed yeah, down yeah. at the bottom of a well, drinking yes. a black cup of coffee from a black cup in the darkness. Yeah, during a new moon. Uh huh. Yeah, that color. Yeah, uh, I I like black shoes. Uh, then you go up into grays, mm-hmm. browns, mm-hmm. blacks, grays, and browns. It's pretty much that's what I that's what I would like. I like a brown, but kind of mixed in with like a like a ba- a black, like yeah. a vanta black, but with a, yes. you take brown and you add vanta black, so uh-huh. you just make it black. Yeah, take gray and you scale it down, you up the contrast and uh-huh. you make it black. Yes, I remember um, I dated this girl who's also in theater, and she wore these specific New Balance shoes because they fit her insoles. Yeah, they're like the only ones that fit her insoles well, and. I, new balance shoes they're all like new balance and then a number so these okay. are like 640s or something uh-huh. and you just could not get these shoes in black 
The only way to get them to yeah, you really can't get running shoes in black. To get the black version of these shoes was they had like a custom New Balance generator. Oh yeah, and you could order it with a black sole and yep. black upper and black, 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 black. But it ended up making these shoes like two hundred fifty dollars because they're custom. Customs, yeah. They made all black other New Balance, but not this one that, specific one. That even at the New Balance, we're like, oh yeah, this is our most popular one. Then why does it come in black? Yeah. Why can I get it in purple and neon pink, or blue and neon green, yeah, or orange and neon purple? Like what the fuck? You get in these hideous the color hideous combinations. Colors. Yeah, the ones but you I can't saw, just get a black pair of shoes. I saw. Um, I mean, it's it's you know neon green, uh, electric red. Mm -hmm. uh, My I running mean, shoes just are all kinds of stuff. Are like uh, ocean blue yeah. and then a neon green with a black stripe through them. Yep. And I don't remember what the left one, the toe is neon green and the back is blue and the other one's reversed. Uh -huh. And so they look like they're an unmatched pair of shoes when yeah. they're sitting next to each other at the bottom of the closet. It looks like it looks, two mismatched yes. shoes <laughs> and, and they're, they're hideous, but they're comfortable. And they, I think they have a neon, yeah, they have a neon green sole and but they're comfortable to wear, which is the only reason so why I keep them. The shoes, my new shoes, the ones I'm wearing right now, have a slight sliver of neon green. Yeah, on the in, on the inside, mm -hmm. on the, on the sole, it's the they've got uh, extra arch support, and that that little arch support part is neon green. I didn't even notice it until I got home. <laughs> so, so you were underneath the black light, and that suddenly blinded yeah, you. So completely fine with that. Uh, the other thing is. Uh, um, you remember like when you were a kid, uh, what kind of shoes did you have as a kid? Light up ones. Yeah. Light up shoes. Uh, did you know how to tie your own shoes? Uh, yeah. Uh, did you ever have a pair of Velcro shoes? Uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, Velcro is for kids before they learn how to tie their shoes. Yes. Uh, the only other thing it is used for is sandals or cause they don't have laces. Shoe wise. Shoe wise. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is a inordinate increase from even the last time I went shoe shopping of the amount of, of the percentage of the shoes that don't have laces. So like slip on styles. Yeah. And I've never been one for that. Uh, but I got to tell you, uh, I tried this pair on that I'm wearing right now. Mm-hmm not knowing they were slip-ons because mm. they have laces. And I figured, I thought they were like all new pairs of shoes. All the, the excess lace is, is tucked, inside. tucked inside. I thought it was tucked inside. So I went and opened the box uh, and went to go pull the laces out and there, there were no none. Laces, so they just look like they're laced. Yeah. Can you see them? Yeah. That is bizarre. Yeah. Uh, I actually really enjoy it. Mm. Uh, so even these shoes, right? Like I did not find, the pair of shoes that aesthetically I wanted. I, of course I not. Cause they'll never make those. They'll <laughs> never make those. They're the ones that I just threw away. Yeah. They were the ones I just threw away were Brown. Uh, and what's the other, they call it gum shoe. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, they, and, and they fit well. Right. Uh, so these, right. You got like gray and gray and gray. And then you got some brown leather for your on on the, on the tongue. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you can you see the bottom of these. 
Or it says Skechers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like all the other shit. The weird That's nippling. My number three is uh <laughs> holy shit. All she shoes just don't have normal patterns on them anymore. No, well, I love those shoes because they're an advertisement for your foot in your footprints. Yeah, yeah. It's stupid. I don't yeah. Uh, it's just one of the things you have to accept now. That's why I just buy work boots because work boots just have you know the work boot boot cleat standard yeah. thing. They don't have all that goofy shit. And the my I, when I so I bought those new boots a couple months ago, and I didn't realize I had worn the boots that I had until they were flat. They were yeah. They they had nice studded soles because they were boots, yes. and I had fucking flattened those yeah. completely out, and I was still wearing those shoes. I'm like, oh, that's a little, a little fun. <laughs> you almost need wear indicators on boots yeah, like they have them yeah, for cars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like every every regular shoe I was trying on had some sort of wavy uh, bullshit all across the sides of the soles, and it was frustrating. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it looked like... Uh, uh, HR Geiger was designing these things and not in a good way. Uh, the, I think what it is, is, you know, women's shoes had this all hit women's shoes long before it hit men's yeah. shoes. And now, you know, the f- feminization of men, we need to have sketchers written in the bottom of our shoe and weird treads that don't, perform any real yeah. function that's the thing. i would understand if they're like yeah we figured out scientifically that by putting this weird nippling on here we could make the tread last longer and have more grip but i can't tell you how many people will like show up to work and they'll have decent shoes but they'll have absolutely no traction on no traction on yeah concrete especially polished concrete it's like what are these shoes for yeah. like, i get that they work on yeah they work on regular concrete because but Everything it's works gripping on. back. Yeah, <laughs> you need to have tra- you need to have traction on all kinds of surfaces. You need to have, yeah, you need to have traction on a basketball court. Yeah, or on hockey ice. Yeah, on hockey ice. Yeah. Um, couldn't believe it, man. It was it was a weird experience. That's why I I, I just, just go buy the same pair of shoes over and over and over again. I here's the other thing, right? The other thing is sizing. Yeah. What size shoe do you wear, Tab? Uh, really depends on what brand I go by. There, that's because uh, it's anywhere from nine yeah. to twelve. Yeah. Uh, so I wear these are thirteens. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if they would have, if they would make twelve and a halves, probably would have wear twelve and halves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also they're wide, mm-hmm. the thirteen wides, uh, and. Some brands just don't go up to a certain number, I guess. Yeah. Because I found there was a shoe that was aesthetically pleasing to me, right? It was like a a light gray, brown, no white, and it was on sale for like 20 bucks. And I'm looking through the boxes, and one, this is a brand that for some fucking reason doesn't put big-ass numbers on the side of their boxes. It's a little tiny info number. You got a little squint and find what your number is, right? Um. All all mediums, medium widths, uh, and I don't think they went past eleven. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the thing is where where like uh, most brands, I would say nine like ninety percent of shoe brands that I've looked at 
do not make 12 and a halfs. They go 12 to 13. Well, how weird, but they'll make 11 and a half. Making 11 and a half, 10 and a half, 9 and a half, 8 and a half, 7 and a half. You mutants are all the same. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. I wear a 10 and a, my red wings are a 10 and a half wide, yeah. but then uh, my the boots I had before that, the keen boots I had, they were like a nine or nine and a half. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, in converse, I think I now wear an 11. Mm-hmm. I used to be a 10 and a half and then yeah. they got rid of half sizes. My running shoes are size 12. Just, it's all over the place. It's all over the place, man. And I don't know what those numbers are based on because the other thing is, I so I wear a 10 and a half wide for the Red Wings. I bought the 10 and a half wide because they didn't have any of the regular. Yeah. And then when I went back to buy the new boots the, earlier this, a couple months ago, they didn't have any wides. They only had regulars. And I was like, well, I was supposed to wear that anyway. And I put those on and I was like, these are, these do not fit, huh. but they used their sizing thing to tell me that I needed, that I didn't need a wide. Yeah. Like, obviously this is a lot more comfortable. So someone's wrong here. Someone's wrong. And it's not me. <laughs> you need, what we need is we need, you need to be able to, this is, this is, this would go real South real quick. Yeah. We need the ability to go in and like 3d scan your feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go real sad real quick. But then you that's going to get hacked. Get Foot Locker and uh, Famous Footwear and Shoe Carnival and uh, the Red Wing stores. Applications going through the fucking roof. <laughs> It'll be like Scarlett Johansson's foot profile was hacked from her local Foot Locker. <laughs> now now uh, Ballistics Gel cat 30, molds of 30 her 3D prints of her feet are available online. <laughs> No, no. Disgusting. Yes. yes. But you need that, right? So yeah. that you and then they could 3D model all of their shoes. And then you could go like shop your shoes online. Yeah. And find them find the exact I want this exact look mm-hmm. and have it do Google reverse image search to find okay, let me find all the shoes that are available that are visually similar. Yeah. And then you go put your 3D model of your foot inside the shoe, and it'll be like, "Yep, yeah, okay." According to, according to this scan of these shoes, you wear a 10 for this brand, or you wear a 10 wide, or a 12, or a 12 and a half, or and even even then, it would just filter. Like yeah. you wouldn't even get to see a shoe no, that no. doesn't play if it if it oh they don't make 12 and a half, and you would be a 12 and a half for these two shoes. Not even going to show Not you. Not even going to show you. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> yeah. And do it all online. Yeah. Uh, and I went to a shoe store because I want. I didn't want to do the the at, at the at the most helpful the Amazon you know try it before you buy it thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I don't think I would buy shoes on. I have bought shoes online. Yeah. The, that green pair I wore the other day. Mm-hmm. I bought those online because they were fucking like twelve bucks, and I've worn them less than 10 times since in the last three, four, three, four years I've owned them because I don't like the way they fit. Mm. I bought all my running shoes online this year when I, when the, the, we did the weight loss contest, mm-hmm. the running shoes that I had started like rubbing me raw in a couple of places. So yeah. I, I went and bought some higher quality running shoes and I just bought like all the different styles and sizes that were available and had him come in and tried him and returned him. Took him to the gym a few times and then returned all the ones I didn't like and ended up sticking with this 
weird pair of mismatched shoes. Yeah. Cause, cause then, cause then that's the other part is you go to a shoe store and you have something you really like your, you find your Cinderella shoe, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but it's not, you know, it's not in exactly your size, right? You try on the 12s and they're too tight. You're like, I need the 12 and a half. So you hear the thing you're like, Hey man, uh, do you guys have this in 12 and a half? And of course the answer is no. Yeah. But if you would like to place an order today, we'll, uh, you can buy them today and we'll ship them to you in, you know, two weeks or whatever. Uh, and then in two weeks, the, the 12 and a half's come and those are somehow too big. Yes. And you need like a 12 and a quarter. So then you got to go back to the store, return them. And, and you're stuck wearing your old shitty shoes for you're two weeks. Stuck, that's, that's why I didn't do it. Yeah. That's because I was like, I need a pair of shoes I can wear out of the store. <laughs> yeah. That's where I was with my, my boots. Yeah. Uh, I needed a pair that I could start wearing immediately. Yeah. Even if I did have to break it in. Yeah. I just need to. Yeah. Like these don't need breaking in, but uh, I need to break those Wolverines in. Yeah. Well, uh, this has been the Footcast. <laughs> Visit our sponsors. This episode is brought to you in part by the Rakeda News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, Our first news story comes to us from El Salvador. An El Salvadorian man managed to 3D model (laughs) Jennifer (laughs) Aniston's feet using comparison images from three different films. Uh, If I had to guess, right, I'm not a foot man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you are. I'm pretty sure you're no. not either. Uh, but if I had to guess, I, she would be on the low end of attractive feet. Why? If I had to guess, I just I'm just <laughs> purely it's a pure guess, right? Just like you're like like Tom Hanks is a pedophile, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Aniston has ugly feet. That's that's my guess. I don't know. Anyways, uh, El Salvador, uh, the president of El Salvador, um, is going to make. A Bitcoin city there. It's a Bitcoin city. At the base of a volcano. It's a Bitcoin city in El Salvador. Bitcoin city. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Bitcoin, Bitcoin city by a volcano. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, they became the first country to make Bitcoin legal tender back in September. Yeah. Uh, under the plan... The volcano would provide geothermal energy to the city. That's awesome. And for their Bitcoin mining. Uh, uh, the government would provide the land and the infrastructure and and um, a bunch of work to attract their investors. Um, apparently, uh, he used, an, uh, the, the president used an earlier Bitcoin conference in Miami Um to announce uh, back in September when they would make the cryptocurrency legal tender. He says that a bond offering would happen in 2022 entirely in Bitcoin. Uh, apparently, he's known for wearing a backwards baseball cap. The president, the president of El Salvador? The president of El Salvador. Is he TJ Detweiler? Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's going to be built at the base of the uh, Conchagua Volcano take uh, advantage of its uh, geothermal energy uh, for both the city's power and uh, the five times of that it takes to mine the Bitcoin. It's a good idea. Yeah. If the power's free, then... Yeah, no one's using it. Yeah. That's cool. 
Yeah. I want to move to Bitcoin City. I bet they'll need a theater district. Yeah. Uh, All of our plays are about how Bitcoin is the glorious revolution. Yes. Um, <laughs> this guy is like a, this guy is a, he's like the cool president. Yeah. Um, when he, like here, I'll show you like, this is, uh, this is not a picture from, uh, like Coachella. This is the president of El Salvador on stage giving a speech. That is um, awesome. Uh, with neon El Presidente above him. That's the way I want to be president. Yeah. I mean, if you want the people to like you, you got to get them to like you. Do I? If you want to. Say if. Yeah. I want them to fear me. Uh, well, our next news story comes to us from the internet. Um, you know, I knew that stuff like this would happen eventually. And I'm torn because on one hand, uh, I respect an artist's vision. Mm-hmm. On the second hand, fuck you, you uppity artist. I'm going to consume my media however I want. But uh, following the release of her newly highly anticipated and record-breaking album 30, Adele has revealed that she personally asked Spotify to remove the shuffle button from her album pages. Okay. Uh, because she thinks that it's so good in order. Yeah. She wants you to listen to it in order. Yeah. But what if you've already done that and you just want to have listened to a random playlist of her songs? Uh, too bad. Did Spotify do it? Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, listeners will listen to the project in the track listed order. And the track list order by default instead of the uh, shuffle. So, yeah, you can't, if you go to her new album, you can't shuffle it. You can put it in your playlist and then have that shuffled around. Mm. Um, it's one more reason not to use Spotify than they give Michelle Obama money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I, if someone were listening to something like, in order, yeah. I would think that they were like damaged, if you know what I mean. As a guy who loves concept albums yeah. that tell stories, fucking let people listen to your music however they want to listen to it. Yes. Yeah, I'll listen to an album straight through, but then yeah. most of the, the first time, yeah, first time you listen to an album, you listen to it straight through. Yeah. 99.99999% mm-hmm. of the time that I'm listening to music, it's just a it's shuffle, shuffle of, of all the stuff I like. Exactly. Yeah. If I really like a new album, like it, it, it's rare, but like, if I really like a new album from, you know, someone I already listened to, I'll just be, you know, I'll go to Spotify and I'll hit right click Q album. And then the intro, the atmospheric intro, I hit skip. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's, that takes way less time than going to the album page, opening the album page, finding all like, you know, finding the first actual song and not the intro and then going to the last one then right clicking it and then, you know, yeah, the the uh, I think I listened I listened to the wall in its entirety last yeah. year. That was the last time I listened to. That was the first time in uh, an eternity I listened to an album in order mm-hmm. and also the last time that I listened to an album in order. Yeah. And it was it was while everything was locked down. I was just driving around. I thought I'll drive around and listen to the wall. Yeah. Um but most of the time when I listen to the wall, I just listen to the like 12 songs that I really like from it. Yes. And 
mixed in with everything else from Pink Floyd, I also like. Yes. Yeah, same. Like, uh, if I want to listen to, um, yeah, if I if I want if I want to listen to the Wall, mm-hmm. you know, I'll right click, cue that up. Um, but otherwise, I'm I'm either a, a, a shuffle of literally all my liked things on Spotify, or it's you know I want to listen to this album. I, so I've queued it three times in a row. Yeah, the flows well. It does flow well. <sighs> I think the only thing that I would go, you have to listen to that in order, is 2112. Like, I hate when, because some, some, most versions of it, it's the first 22 the, I mean, minutes. The album version is that one, but... Uh, Every so often you'll get versions where they've split it into tracks, and you'll just pop into the middle. Like, I can't listen to the middle of you this. You can't listen you to the middle You have to listen to the whole thing. You're not going to listen to what solilo- Soliloquy and Oracle and... Yeah. So, wait, wait, soliloquy and Oracle. I want to listen to all of it. Yeah. And then there's the version where it's just Temples of Syrinx and uh, it's Discovery Overture and Temples of Syrinx. Overture and Temples of Syrinx by themselves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're like, you're all built up. You're like, yeah. yeah. And then another song starts. You go, why? Why? <laughs> yeah. The only time, yeah, they, they they did that weirdly for like the like the Rush, the best of albums mm-hmm. they've done that for. Or, or it's like the live version. Or that, that's what they play on the radio a lot. It's just the first two parts. The first two parts. Yeah. yeah. Fuckers. Yeah. Well, we've got one last news story. Uh, you know, and this comes from Oklahoma City. Wow. A woman was kicked out uh, of her church, uh, Redemption United Methodist Church in Oklahoma City. Uh, they confronted the woman for allegedly bringing drugs to the congregation. <laughs> of course, uh, the drugs in question was cilantro. What? That she brought for her soup for the potluck after the services. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, not only, not, oh, they, and they thought they had, they thought they were catching, uh, a major criminal. A major criminal, apparently, because it, it's on it's it's on video. Oh wow! Um, Someone filmed them throwing this woman out of there with cilantro. Yeah, so they confront her for bringing weed mm-hmm. to church, and of course she goes, "I have no idea what you're talking about. This is cilantro. You can clearly oh, I, mm, uh, but yeah, it's uh, and then the, it was posted on TikTok." later uh yeah they said she said they didn't let her explain they just automatically accuse her that sounds like christians and she's while she's telling them smell it it's it's cilantro i'm not gonna smell it it'll get high high." (laughs) yeah but uh just one puff of weed can make you high for a whole day yep wow the they say that uh the police eventually investigated this of course she was innocent uh and the church authorities issued a statement and allowed her to attend next week the next week's services oh well, uh, i would not be going you back you would there. not be going i would not be going back yeah one because i would not be going to church in the first place actually i would go back once with weed 
Uh, no. Yeah, I that's would. how you fucking get them. You gotta kick me out for bringing weed to church. Oh, I'll fucking bring weed to church. <laughs> I'll get all you motherfuckers high as shit. I brought these these nice apology brownies. Yeah, yeah. Please uh, have one before the service. Made with my secret ingredient. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would go back. I would go back once the following week for them to apologize to me in front of the entire congregation. Yeah. And then. I assume that they have some kind of table up there for communion. Yeah. I'd pull a Jesus. I'd go flip that fucker over and be like, accept this, bitch, you fucking non-Christian motherfuckers. And I would punch an old lady on the way out. Ah, fuck you, grandma. I would just go, I would just go on tearing shit up as I left the church. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> Oprah's having my baby. Yeah, that's what I would do. Is I would, I would go let them apologize to me, and yeah. then I would cause the biggest scene on the planet on the way back out to my car. Yeah. And maybe I do your your thing too. Yeah, that's what I do. I'd let them apologize and be like, "Well, you know, it's fine. That's why I made these brownies for everybody that are laced full of weed. They're full of weed. Yeah, just try. and and maybe maybe they're not even full of weed. Yeah, yeah." <laughs> People are like, spit it out, Timmy. Spit it out. No, he's spit it out. You got my kid high. And when they call the police on you, you're like, there's no weed there's in those no brownies. Just fucking with them. Yeah. Like, yeah, but that like Carol over there, she's she's been staring at her hand for 45 minutes. Like, yeah, Carol's she's got dementia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this has been the Ricketa News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, that takes care of our legal obligation this week, Tim. But you know it doesn't take care of? What? Yeah, buying a big old bag of weed mm. to sell at some churches. If you want to help us with our new Weed to God ministry, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's Weed I Don't Get. <laughs> which is the name of the show. And over there we have... Five tiers of the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have a two buck tier. We throw the random bits and bobs we do now and again. We just released a before and after for James Bond, No Time to Die. Uh, me, highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. Tim had this long, stuttering, stammering answer that eventually kind of came down to <laughs> basically no. I'm kidding. It was the opposite. I, I said, fuck no. And Tim's was a long, stuttering, like, oh, maybe. <laughs> Uh, then we have our $5 tier. We do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We drop the hate and talk about what's great. Uh, this month we talked about omnibuses, which are buses that can go in every direction. <laughs> yeah. And uh, heated clothing, Yeah, which is what I'm wearing right now. Uh-huh. Then we uh, we have our $10 tier. Were you the Not fan? anymore, bitch. Just turn it off. Were you the fan? <laughs> Submit a film. You vote on what film we watch, and we sit down and watch and record a feature commentary. This month, there are five contenders, and the voting is open. Uh, the contenders are Emperor's New Groove, A Face in the Crowd, Phantoms, Puppet Master 2, and the 1987 film, Overboard. And uh, there's we got a bunch of votes in. I'll have to start tallying those to figure out what those are. It'll probably be open for the rest of this week, and then sometime early next week we'll watch it. Uh, December... We'll be voting for what movie, well, the the Battle Royale movie yes. from every movie from the the year will be have a chance at redemption. 
So uh, be sure to go check that out. Then finally, we have our $50 Spite Producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can ban members from our Discord. We had one of those happen Uh this week. You can ask for special movie commentary, special guests, special episode format change-ups. Anything that you want that we can try and fulfill, we will do so. And uh, we appreciate all our patrons, big and small. You do help make the show possible. So thank you. Well, let's get back to some issues, Tim. Here's what I don't get. Almost pressed the wrong fucking space bar. That would have been embarrassing. <laughs> Movie theaters. I, we were talking about this on the Discord this week. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife came out this weekend. $44 million box office opening. Only about $100 million less than the last Ghostbusters movie, uh-huh. which was a huge flop and not even good in the current climate uh yeah it it failed everywhere it made about it i think dunk opened to about the same yeah so not dunk is a a hugely anticipated property is it though yeah every fucking sci-fi nerd was like i can't wait for dunk i need dunk i'm gonna go see dunk my first movie theater back in the movie theaters is dunk Dunk. I don't think it's nearly as uh, pervasive as people on the internet make it seem. Okay. Uh, so Ven- you think Ghostbusters? Venom is Two, a mm-hmm. movie that uh, you and I, I would, I would say, you, probably you more than I have not even thought about. Yes. Uh, made ninety million opening weekend. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> and that was when was that? A month ago. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I know people liked Venom, but I didn't see it, and I didn't really... I saw that this I one was coming like out, but I didn't know when it was coming out. Yeah. Oh, man. It yeah, just that's came, embarrassing. And I haven't heard anything about it. Like, it has it has had no lasting... Um, like, it has, had, it has no had no staying power. Continuing conversation. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, this Ghostbusters would be the same way. Anyway, we're talking about on the Discord... Uh, Ghostbusters, so like No Time to Die, they did a month in theaters and then it went to streaming and that's why it took me so long to watch it because yeah. I ended up just torrenting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, you know, they did they've been doing the like theater at home at the same time. Yeah. WB was doing going straight to HBO. Uh, Disney was doing the their their theater at home or you, for like 30 they did for Milan yeah, and yeah. Shang-Chi. No, Black, not Shang-Chi. Well, they did for Black Widow. Uh, yeah, it was Black Widow. Raya. Raya. Yeah. And we got talking about it in the Discord, and none of these movies even vaguely interest me in wanting to see them in the theaters. Like, maybe, maybe if I was the only, none of them, I, I see the trailers and there's nothing that I want to see because all these new movies are garbage. Mm-hmm. But even then it's like. Do I want to go see it in theaters? Do I want to go pay $20 yeah. for a ticket to then you know, sit in a room with 100 other people? If I get a soda, that's $6. Yeah. If I get a bag of popcorn, that's $6 or whatever, whatever it is now. Yeah. They've probably gone up. Um, you know, Then sit there in the back of the theater with 100 other people who are talking and texting and fucking all around. And the only thing that makes the the only bonus to the experience, the movie going experience, is that the screen's bigger and the sound system's more immersive. Yeah. 
And outside of that, I don't see anything more enjoyable than watching a movie at home. And thinking about it from just from a money standpoint, right? If there was a movie, let's say, let's say Ghostbusters Afterlife, and the option is you, me, and Truck and Attack and Ring get together one Saturday, do movie night, but we want to see Ghostbusters. Yeah. Now we can all get in the car, drive over to AMC Twenty. Yeah. Buy buy ourselves each a ticket. Maybe we get in a matinee and it's twelve bucks. Twelve bucks, yeah. That's thirty six dollars. Just the tickets. Maybe uh, we all get sodas, but only one of us buys one big popcorn. Someone yeah, we buys split it. Yeah. We, yeah, someone buys some candy. We kind of split it. So let's say all together we're only spending like maybe another twenty five dollars mm-hmm. in concessions. That's fifty five dollars just to to go see just to go sit in there with a hundred other people and hope that the experience is good yeah. versus we can go to you know here my house trucking and tucking's house go each of us gives the other guy 10 bucks and we buy the theater at home for 20 or 30 dollars yep. whatever the price is and we've already got a box of pop secret microwave popcorn in the T- cabinet yeah, yeah. but also we can just eat dinner yes like, oh, <laughs> let's grill some stuff i'm not going to bring money for the movie you're paying for the movie but i brought steaks for everyone yep. totally even trade yep. yeah uh or we can drink as much booze as we want. Mm. We can have beers. We can. Oh shit! I got. I got to piss real bad. Uh, can we pause it? Yes. Yes. In fact, or I gotta go. Don't bother. <laughs> yeah. Or I gotta. Either way, we can talk as much as we want, or as little as we want. We can easily tell each one another to shut the fuck up yep. and not cause yeah. a fight. I just. Or I, if you were talking over something, I wanted to hear. I'm like, hey, can you rewind that real quick? Yeah, if you're if you're the type that likes subtitles, you can get subtitles with the yeah. theater at home has subtitles on it, on off. Boop boop. You don't have to go to like a special subtitled screening for deaf yeah, people. Yeah, where they they pitch the audio so everybody sounds funny. The, it's I don't see I don't see why movie the, why people want movie theaters to exist. And I get I understand the mechanisms that work there in the movie theaters like it's what everybody oh concessions are so expensive blah 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 blah. yeah but that's that's because the movie distributors fuck the theaters and so that's they make the money on the concessions and if that we were looking also online when we were having this conversation on the discord i found one of those oil popcorn poppers like a smaller version what the movie theaters use it was like 69 (laughs) dollars so let's say we want to really commit to theater at home. Now, Truck and Tuckin has a pretty decent TV. Yeah. I gave him, well, I loaned him my sound system, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. We probably need to upgrade the controller box to something so it can really pump. Yeah. Um, so we've got that. Now, if we all just went in 25 bucks each and bought a, a theater popcorn yeah. machine, we can have the whole movie theater experience at home and play ball at the same time. Yes. Like we don't, you don't need all of this. Especially seventy-five inch four K OLED TV is going to be look way fucking better than any movie theater projection screen. Yeah, that's going to cost you a lot, but if you have that, you're going to enjoy it. I, the only way I see theater at home not being the better option is if you're viewing it alone. Yes. Yeah. For me to watch yep. Yep. Shang Chi for twenty dollars or thirty dollars, really no. not worth no. it. But all I have to do is 
invite one other person over and that balance comes out and I don't have to deal with parking, waiting in line for tickets, yep. whatever their stupid China virus protocols are. Like I, part of the reason why I haven't gone to see a movie in theaters, cause I thought maybe I'd go see James Bond in theaters. Mm-hmm. I love the James Bond franchise. I'm glad I didn't though. Cause it was fucking boring <laughs> and I had to pause it in the middle. And like, I took it, took an hour or two off, uh, or Ghostbusters Afterlife. Part of the reason why I was not didn't want to go to a movie theater for that is because I didn't want to go into one of those theaters where they're like, oh yeah, you, you have to wear a mask regardless of vaccination status, and even you know you're sitting and eating popcorn in between popcorn bites, and you pull your mask back up, and there's still going to be someone in there shining a flashlight in your face. So I've been to the movies three times, four times. Yeah, has them did the mask mandates go away? I mean, the the at the one I get to, I haven't had to. Ah do a thing it's probably just a it was probably just beginning of the year deal but uh, amc was like yeah we're not gonna require masks and then all the karens were like don't go to the movies then you stupid bitch uh but then then again these movies all suck like that's the big problem is that uh, i'm thinking of all the movies i've seen in theaters in the last 10 years and the standouts of this movie was great are so few, mm-hmm. you know, like a rival. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Came out of nowhere. I, I thought it was great. I'm glad I saw it in theaters. It was very I, enjoyable. See, I didn't get to see it in theaters. Yeah. My friend, a friend of mine and I, we went, I thought it was going to be mediocre. Mm-hmm. I was, I was ready to get hammered during the movie. <laughs> and then the movie was fucking great. I yeah. loved it. Um, and it's the only reason I have any interest in Dunk. <laughs> yeah. So a movie like for every movie like that, there's a Doctor Strange and a Black Panther and a Labyrinth or a whatever movie. Or I, what, yeah, whatever movie I saw in theaters that was just that was, it was from whatever bad to meh. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going anywhere and getting this like great or Jurassic World yeah. two. We saw that in 4D, and yeah. even 4D didn't make that interesting. Nope. It was... And so it's like, oh, uh, yeah, I can save myself a lot of hassle by watching it on my TV, which is just as enjoyable as watching it on... You can turn off all the lights. Yeah. Uh, here, you know, we have the colored light bulbs in the lamps. Kind of turn the... Set some little mood light. Put some blue so we kind of see a little bit. Dim it down. Get your big popcorn. Yep. Drink as much soda as you want. Or and then there's, you know, so they've got like the the movies at home or whatever, but then the Warner Brothers has just been thrown on HBO Max for the first month, right? Yeah. Which is even better. Because there's not even an additional charge. It's no, it's and that's what HBO Max is uh fifteen bucks a month. You think so. And so you're getting literally all of those first month runs. And whatever the fuck they have on HBO Max, yeah, for fifteen bucks a month. If you so, the Matrix Four is going to come out. Yeah, you are not excited for it. Nope, I am not excited for it. Nope. I mean, aside that it's another Matrix movie, right? That's exciting to me. Why? Just, just <laughs> look. Because the Matrix was cool. Okay. Right. I'm talking about like. With no context. See, to with me... absolutely no context. To me, that would be like, hey, Tim, you know how your dog Amelia died? We got another Amelia, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. also dead. <laughs> what I'm saying is... Uh, I'm saying that the name is cool, though. 
<laughs> right? Name your dog Amelia is cool. That's 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 the level of excitement I have for Matrix Four. Okay, it's got the word Matrix in it. Uh-huh. And, uh, it, were you excited about math class in high school too when we were solving <laughs> matrices? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Um, like, I'm no context at all, right? Uh, and I'm sure Chuck and Tuggins not super excited for it. But if it pops up on HBO Max, we'll going, watch it. it on, com- it's coming out on HBO Max. Yeah, we'll watch we'll it on watch night. it. Yeah, it's yeah. like Halloween Kills. Right. We were. Uh, we no wouldn't have gone to the theater to see Halloween no. Kills. Even even. Even if they were saying it was as good as the last one, yeah, but they, but I think everyone was willing to pay for it, and then just I just torrented it because I'm yeah. cheap as fuck. Because <laughs> uh, I'm not going to pay for something called Peacock. <laughs> you call your streaming service Monster Cox. Monster Cox only. <laughs> That's another website that I go to a lot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just how, and. We've talked about, we've kind of nitpicked movie theaters to death. Yeah. I'm finally just taking like, we've, we've shot out the we knees. Don't eat, them. don't eat them. And no, I mean, in this show we've brought in, I, we've brought in like yeah, yeah. granularity of problems yes. in movie theaters, things like, uh, the getting rid of ticket stubs, things like assigned seating in movie theaters, the, the big stupid sofas that they have now instead of the theater seats that the arm folds down so you can like make out with a girl next to you all that stuff's been taken away from us but now i'm i'm taking the this is the headshot movie theaters are the issue we just gotta let them go it's a they're a, a piece of a bygone era yeah uh when movies when they're the movie theater existed before air conditioning, but air conditioning created the summer blockbuster. When you could pay $2 to sit in a dark room or sometimes a double feature, two or three hours in a room that was yeah. 68 degrees instead of 100. A double feature plus your newsreel in the beginning and yeah. a cartoon. Doesn't matter what the fuck is playing on there. <laughs> yeah. And there was also the scarcity. You have to go see Star Wars in theaters because we don't have a way to watch it after that. It might come back next year. Yeah, they or they'll maybe it'll get played on TV eventually. Yeah. But with the advent of home home video, uh, suddenly it's like suddenly there became a tier, right, of yeah. in in of your own personal oh, I'll catch it on video to even just the direct to video sequels of yeah. things. Here here's here's what I see for the future of the of the movie theater. Uh, one, they're not indoors anymore. Mm. So we still have a drive in here. Yes. Um, but I think even beyond a drive in, we've got places like the Guthrie green. Mm-hmm. They show movies there. Yes. Right. I see the movie theater becoming, uh, like the, like, like an outdoor park. Right. Yeah. They have a screen to show movies there. Um, and they'll get whatever the biggest movies, because only the biggest movies will get distribution then outside mm-hmm. of digital streaming. Um, and if you want an experience, right, you can pack a pick a, a lunch and take the family to the 1230 screening of Avengers seven. Yeah. So I disagree. 
Yeah. I don't think it'll be outdoors and I don't think you'll be bringing your own lunch because the, the <laughs> drive-in theater does not allow you to bring your own concessions anymore. After we get, this is why I've never been back to the Admiral Twins since they rebuilt yeah. it. Because after the community came together and gave them a fuck ton of money mm-hmm. to rebuild their piece of shit drive-in theater, they no longer allowed people to bring coolers in. Yeah. And so now you have to go to their stupid concession stand and pay concession prices for an already outrageously expensive, experience, terrible movie experience because you're listening to it via a boombox on the tailgate of your truck. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't think it'll be outdoors. I think this is the future of movie theaters. I think you're going to start to see Disney purchasing Ooh, movie theaters. Yeah. And AMC 20 will not be AMC 20. It'll be the Disney, the Disney theater. And it will, be, it won't be the multiplex. Like it's not going to be the no. AMC 20 where they have 20 cinemas in there. It's going to be the Disney do or quadplex IMAX. So it'll only be ultra premium format pictures. Yes. So that, because we've already accepted in our culture that we'll pay, a $7 premium on a 3D movie and a 10, 10 or $12 premium on an yeah. IMAX movie. So it'll be four IMAX screens. It'll be whatever the big Disney sh- movies are. Plus, we're the Lion King's coming out of the vault this weekend. Yeah. One one theater will be Legacy Media, one, and the other three theaters will be whatever's yep. new. Yep. It'll be a bare bones thing. Like, it'll be open weeknights for one showing mm-hmm. maybe one showing per per film uh or it'll just be like a thursday friday saturday sunday thing and thursday and friday will have a seven and a ten saturday will have a noon a one or a noon a three a five a seven yeah. and a ten and then sunday will have like a noon and a three and a five and that'll be your movie theater. And then Warner Brothers will be in the old Hollywood theaters. But the it'll be the Kodak model, right? So Kodak couldn't be a monopoly on camera or on yeah, camera film. It couldn't be a monopoly film. on film. So instead they created a vertical monopoly where they're making the camera and the film and the development process and where you get it developed. It'll mm. become that. So the movie will be written in-house by Disney. It'll be produced by Disney. It'll be distributed by Disney to Disney theaters, and they will get every fucking dollar out of that system, but they'll still use the Hollywood accounting and the Shell Corporation game to pretend like the money, the movies make no money. Yeah. yeah. And, and that'll be, that'll be the future movie theaters. And it will only be like the Avengers level Avengers seven mm-hmm. stuff will be very short run. It will be, It'll be an event. It'll be hyped. You have to see yeah. it in IMAX. And, and it'll be that or the small like indie film theaters like uh, Alamo Draft House, Circle Cinema here. Mm-hmm. That's what movie theaters are going to be. And I personally, I'm more interested in the Alamo Draft House model, Same. the Circle Cinema. But even that stuff, that the cer- stuff Circle Cinema shows is so fucking pompous <laughs> to make it. And the people that go to Circle Cinema are all faggots. I, I I used to go there once a week. That's why you're a faggot. When I was in, yeah, when I was in film school, yeah, I'd yep. go there once a week. Uh, and I have no interest in the corporate media. I don't want to give. <laughs> Like the only yeah. thing that kind of makes me interested in seeing movies now is the fact that there are people here in town that get paid a wage to work there in a, <laughs> in a company, and that's why I like the small theaters. Uh, but that that'll go away. Like I'm not going to give twenty dollars to Disney so they can give they can pay someone minimum wage to yeah. serve 
$12 popcorn, even though they're making, they are directly making the money on the tickets. Well, movie theaters have always had $12 popcorn. What's your problem? Like, yeah, you're just making money hand over fucking fist. Anyway, well, that's my issue. Movie theaters. It's time for them to die. It's time to just watch your movies at home. It's perfect for people with kids, right? Like, yeah. Uh, we're gonna watch. We're gonna go watch Frozen three, but instead of watching in theaters, we're watching at home. So when the kids get bored, we can just hit pause uh-huh. and let them go play outside, and then mom and dad can lock the doors and fuck. <laughs> watch something else, and the kids come back in. We can, yeah. we can finish watching finish Frozen yeah, three. Yeah. They can they or we can put this on in the kids' room, and mom and dad can go in here in the living room and watch something, you know, good. Yeah. Hey, you know, bring. Tim, bring bring your best friend over. You know, Tab, bring your friend over. Sally, bring your friend over. Now, eight kids packed in this house for a big sleepover. Yep. And guess what? We're watching Frozen 3 and ordering pizza. Like, yeah! <laughs> 45 minutes into Frozen 3, every one of them's asleep. Yep. <laughs> That's the future of movie theaters. That's what I hope. I hope, because I don't want to go back to one. Yeah. Yeah. Then it, it makes live theater more... It's like live theater. That it, I hate that they're called movie theaters yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Live theater is now because that's an event. That's an experience. That's a thing you can only see. Every show that you go see um, is often the only time that that show exists. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even a touring Broadway show, you've got oh, we subbed out these couple of actors, and then the next day it'll mm-hmm. be a different sub out kind of deal. Or if it's a locally produced show. Like that, this is the only way this show is going to exist yeah. next year. It's not going to have the same line designer. It's not going to have the same actors in these roles. It's go, constantly in evolution. Even if it's one of those ones that's restaged every year, yeah. like the Nutcracker Christmas Carol. Um, and that's what makes those an event. And even though I think uh, theater ticket prices are also heavily inflated, you are seeing something that only exists in this space and time yeah. versus yeah. You paying twenty five dollars to see <laughs> to watch something stream from hard drive the the yeah. Avengers seven in super IMAX three D four D but butthole hammering they they put a dildo in your ass uh-huh. to make you feel the gif yeah you know, the one I'm talking about yes. yeah and uh, yeah you're paying Disney a premium to see that no thanks anyway Tim what is your second issue this week uh, speaking of movies and streaming and stuff here's what I don't get. CGI budgeting. Mm. Uh, uh, I was listening to this is this is going to be a uh, an analogy. I was listening to a, a podcast talking about something else. They were talking about like video games and how uh, not every video game needs uh, voice acting, and how uh, getting uh, like a um like a very well-known voice actor fully mo-capped in a studio, how that breaks all the other stuff that is like stock animations and the other characters, right. That aren't voiced, right. How the disparity between the two makes everything like makes everything else seem like shit. Like in Skyrim, right. You have, uh, you have a guy, that famous guy who plays Esburn, the, the head of the blades. Okay. I'm trying to remember the actor's name. Um, Max von Sydow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very distinctive. Max voice. von Sydow. Yeah. Yeah. Max von Sydow. That's what it is. Uh, 
very distinctive voice, right? But then then every courier in the in the yeah, I got you a letter. is voiced by Richie from Static Shock. Yeah. Every fucking every one, one of, of them. them. Yeah. Yeah. They they look different, but yeah. So that's that's just one of the things you have to uh kind of accept, right? Mm-hmm. Um well, uh the same thing goes for CGI in movies and shows, right? Uh one of the things that always sticks out in my mind is Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. Right? You remember Deadpool 2, the scene X-Force comes out from the X-Force drops in the plane? Yes. Right? Now, would you say there would you say Deadpool 2 as a whole of a movie has bad CG? No. Does it have mediocre CG? Uh no. No, it's pretty high up. It's pretty pretty good. There are some things that don't look good. Sure, and that X Force drop is one of them. Well, so like like if you consider like even us knowing how a lot of the movie making process works, so much, so much of huge movies like that is CG. So much of it. Yes. Uh, like Deadpool's face, his whole head is CG most of the time. His mask? Yeah. Because it has to animate. I thought just the eyes. It's just the eyes that get animated. The The rest is his is, is an actual mask. Uh, not always. Mm. Yeah. Um, so when you think about it that way, the stuff it's stuff you don't even notice, right? And that's because it's so good, you don't notice it. So when there's a shit show of display like when domino drops drops down into the city and mm-hmm. that car uh hits like the gas station and everything blows up and it looks like dog shit uh that's when you're like okay how about we spend less time like primping ryan reynolds face with cg and add it to that scene how about we spend a little more of the budget on that scene yeah but then then ryan reynolds face which you see all the time would look like that too but there's one of those things where it's the, it's the amount of it's the amount of time you're going to spend looking at something versus sure. the amount of work it's going to take to get it make it done yeah no I, I understand but um it's like we couldn't divert like five percent of our cgi budget like just like in the just just t- pick apart a little bit from here a little bit from there a little bit from there and add it to that scene so that scene doesn't make so like that scene doesn't look like dog she doesn't stand out looking like dog shit um, so I started watching the wheel of time Yeah, on Amazon prime, big new, uh, fantasy epic show. It's a series I've always been interested in. I know a little bit about it, but it's got like 15 books that are all 1200 pages long. Yeah. Um, and, and, and nobody got time for that. No, but I'm watching it and it's the first episode and everything looks great. And then at the end of the episode, there's a big old fight scene, right? Yeah. You got uh, you got your orc esque creatures, which were practical most of the time. I gotta give them that. They got practical big ass minotaur looking bad dudes. Uh, in this big old city or not city, uh, small town, big old fight scene. There's fire everywhere. And then you got you have a character. This is the first time we see magic in the show. Mm-hmm. It's the first episode, right? 
she's doing some fucking swirly things and, and like shooting magic at these minotaurs. And she starts doing this magic shit. And I'm like, Oh boy. It looks like a CW original series. It wasn't that bad, mm. but it, it just made me, it made me think like, could we not take like 0.5% of the Lord of the Rings budget for next that's coming out next year yes and give it to the cg for wheel of time no why not because Because then because then this wouldn't look like shit i don't think budget's gonna fix it i think what they need is time i think they need to go this this looks like shit it needs more render time we need to allow uh we you know we need to we need to we need more render time because we don't have a big enough computer so instead of releasing this, you know, in a month, let's release it in six months and get all the shaders on these animations looking good. Yeah. But everything's built towards it. When you, anytime you have to change the time, it's like, oh, oh it's moving on pushback probably because it's not very good. And a lot of times it's right. Yeah. But then sometimes, sometimes you're wrong. Uh, I love, there's a push now, people going like, Every Hollywood movie has reshoots. It's no big deal if a movie has reshoots. Like, yeah, yeah. but typically the reshoots are scheduled, right? Yes, scheduled. Finish primary filming, uh-huh. and then we've got six weeks scheduled for reshoots that for we, whatever we need that we figure out every every time we look at the dailies and yeah. we're working in the the rough edits. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, we need it. We need something here. Yeah. We'll do that week one of reshoots. We need something here. We'll do or X actor wasn't available until reshoots. Yeah. And then, but when you, when the, they're like, oh, we had to schedule another batch of reshoots, reshoots. after that, the batch yes. of reshoots, after we've done a test screening, uh-huh. that lets you know something's wrong with the movie. Yeah. Like, like solo, like solo. Yeah. <laughs> well, the solo, they just filmed a new movie. Yes. Yeah, I I don't know what to do with that. But it's not like the rest of the show didn't have CG, right? Yeah. It's fantasy, so it's fantasy. So I'm sure there was, you know, uh landscape drone shots that had to be fantasified. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they had to do, you know, all sorts of stuff um for that episode. And I'm like, just take a little bit out of there and spend a little more time on the show on the on the 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 part that the the reason why this was bad was because it was like the peak of the episode. This was oh, this was oh, this is magic, right? We we know. I mean, I think everyone knows going in, it's a fantasy show. If you don't know it, you know it by then in the episode. Yeah, um, and because you've turned it off because all fantasy is boring, <laughs> drudgery, not good. Um. But like, yeah, this was like, oh, there's his badass lady doing some cool magic. And then like it looked how it looked. And I was like, ah, it just reminds me that I'm watching an Amazon Prime show. See, on the on the counter side of that is when CG goes too far mm-hmm. in things like the Marvel movies where the third act is just this CGI bullshit. CGI bullshit. And you're like, couldn't you have come up with some way to make this? Like have personal stakes and feel interesting. No, because uh, like I like I talked about a couple of weeks ago, it's all pre-edited, man. Yeah, like they made that movie two years ago. It's and it's built to a form. Everything's being built to a formula. Yeah, it's built. It's it's being because it was built two years ago based on the on whatever the movie two years ago was did real well, which is based on the movie, you know, which was two years ago, was based on the movie. Two years from that, that was that did well. Um, it's 
you know, th- th- those action scenes are pre vised by a, by a team pre vised and pre edited by a team. Um, and we just slot the actors faces into, into them. the slot. Yeah. Yeah. And then the director gets to go film the, the person talking scene in, but that, that's happening in between all the action. Yeah. That's why a lot of the, the CGI bullshit is bland. I also, because mm-hmm. the cinema, there's not like, there's the not cin- a cinematographer a, doing it. Yeah. Not a real cinematographer. Yeah. That's one of the, with the, when they did the lion King movie, mm-hmm. right. And they did it all in unreal engine or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they, they had, they had a guy with, with a virtual a camera. camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was just like holding a box yeah. and walking through a virtual space. But that he was able to make he was, yeah. film. I wonder if you could do that with the, the action scenes, like choreograph it, do the mocap, have the previs, and then give your put your cinematographer in a pair of 3D goggles yeah, yeah, yeah. and give him a little box and go, all right, now film this. And see what he, what he yeah, comes up with. That might be might be a good compromise. Might be able to create something that looks fartistic. Because you haven't watched the last what, three Marvel movies? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. From this year. You haven't watched any of this year's Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, I've seen two of them, and both of them have the 3D CGI bullshit ending. Ugh. Um, and... Uh, in one of them, it was the best part of the movie. I'm shocked. Yeah, or it was my it was my favorite part of the movie. Mm. You know, my favorite part of the movie is uh, the credits. That is correct. Yeah. Um, and the other one, I was just sitting there in the theater, going like, "Why the fuck is this necessary?" Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I don't know why they gotta they gotta always cut corners. Somewhere somewhere's always always getting a corner cut. Yeah. It's like yeah. the we were talking about Halloween kills and you said that they made a full that it wasn't yeah, a CG Yeah, because we talked Donald about Pleasance. the Donald Pleasant's CG in the beginning. Yeah. And it no, I saw an Instagram post that was like people were talking about the CG Loomis. No, it was a full body prosthetic and he showed it was on some dude's face. Yeah, I don't believe that. Like I believe that that is oh sure I believe that exists yeah but I bet money that they were like wow they this replace looks it terrible let's yeah. CG it and then that because it it looks awful or the lighting I don't know what they did to it but it looks awful in that movie <laughs> uh yeah that that whole that whole business it's like and also you could write yourself out of some of that yeah. Oh, maybe. Don't, don't include that. Well, we got this magical fight. Uh, it kind of looks like shit. What if instead of like 16 magical blasts, she did like eight and we made, made him look, look a twice better. as good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably part of it because that scene, that, that she did a lot of magic in that scene. Yeah. Yeah. And you could do things like like getting close and just showing the flashes of light of it coming instead mm-hmm. of. Instead of showing all these big wide shots, of yeah, twirling and shit, yeah, you, the, the, you know the filmmaking. That yeah. was that was the thing. Star Wars, the original Star Wars. Um, George Lucas had this like ridiculous vision. Oh of yeah, the film. Oh yeah, this huge, just yep, monstrous deal. And the restrictions are what made him pare it down yeah. to just uh, New Hope, and. And also the collaborative process with his editor and, yeah. and the uh, and his, who's his like, wife. We we I mean like we can't make a seven foot tall lizard dude. Yeah, 
Well, put him in a dog costume. There and so <laughs> the things that make that movie iconic are the limitations. limitations. And I think, I think losing the limitations with the CG mm-hmm. and being like, yeah, well, she can just be blasting magic all the time. Yeah. Really makes the, the movie work in, in the Serenity totally. film. Yeah. They have that big fight on top of the big generator. Yes. And when they were filming it, the CG artists were like, okay, we can afford five shots <laughs> of the generator. Yeah. So they do a shot overhead when he first walks in. Yep. So you're like, he's on top of the generator. They do they do a shot, I think, when he's trying to climb across. Yep. To, you know, you're, what you're doing is you're connecting. I think there's a shot when Mal's hanging, hanging about to like fall into it. Yep. Yeah. And then there's a final shot when he walks out and it's, it's just enough to go, okay, there's danger below them. Yeah. And then you just don't shoot anything that looks damp. <laughs> yeah. But you have the sound effects. We've established that it's there and you can kind of work, work inside of that yeah. to have, okay, he's about to fall off of this platform. That's building tension because I know there's a big, I think at one point they knock a box off into it. Oh, it's like a box, like a toolbox. That has yeah. Like right, yeah, 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 yeah. And like that adds the stakes. Whereas now the fight would be like inside the generator and yes. they'd have to be jumping Job, over. Dodging lightning and it's shit. It's totally yeah. stupid. Yeah. Because like, oh yeah, we can CG the fuck out of this. Uh-huh. But you don't, not not being able to made you make something with a, a yes. better product. The, yeah. Star Wars was a better movie because of the lack of the the limitations yeah. that, were yeah. th- that were therein. I totally agree. The challenge of solving the problems is that's the art that, yeah the art in filmmaking isn't the like oh look at this beautiful vista landscape shot like yeah it's pretty hard to make a landscape <laughs> shot look, look ugly. Like shit. yeah <laughs> the the art is how you take this hand you're dealt and manage yeah. to make the iconic moments happen the that that just uh, you can't they don't do it because they don't yeah. have to because there's no there's no struggle like there used to be a superman series on network television the adventures of lois and clark and yeah. every episode superman had to transform into superman yeah. and fly around and it looks like five times better than the new supergirl show yeah and i don't know why that is like they're it's able CG. to make make her look like she's running and it actually looks like she's running as yeah. opposed to being a blur but we got it like that red and blue blur is superman we understand that as <laughs> yeah. an audience it's or the the scene in um, Man of Steel, right? The big final confrontation between him and Zod. The fight between Superman and Zod in Superman 2 is fucking... <laughs> they just like punch each punch other him. and they yep. throw him. Yeah. And then, he, you know, he hits something and he gets up and then he comes over and they, they throw the other one. Yep. And this one, they're like punching and their punches cause windows to burst and they're like blasting through buildings mm-hmm. and lasering things. Lasering shit. Half, yeah. And, and it's like it's way more action packed, but oh, it, yeah. it lacks all substance yeah, because yeah. it is just digital noise. Noise. Whereas these two actual guys on wires like flying around and punching each other, and then Superman fucking flies away. <laughs> all of that is is still riveting. Yeah. It's like Superman's in danger because this is a man, this is a human. Well, not a human, he's a Kryptonian. <laughs> I I don't I don't understand why filmmakers today don't realize that. I think that was a big flaw. Did you ever finish Tenet? 
No. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, at the end of Tenet, they're doing this temporal pincer maneuver where they're trying to stop the the whatever algorithm thing. Yeah. And the whole thing is this like visual, visually interesting and stunningly choreographed big set piece where like okay. at one point, um, at one point, cause like the two teams are moving in opposite directions in time. Yeah. So one team, like the team moving backwards blows up the bottom of a building. And so that bottom of the building unblows up, but then the top of the building gets blown up by the other team. So it's like it, it gets unblown up and then blows up again. Uh-huh. Very weird. Yeah. And those little moments are neat, but the stakes are so meaningless that that whole sequence is uninteresting. Meanwhile, yeah. there's a scene where a uh, white lady is with Shakespeare man on this boat. Yeah. And there's supposed to be tension building there because I think she's a backwards in time lady. Uh-huh who's come back forward and she's got to kill him. She's due at the right time. And that scene would have tension, except the whole rest of the movie was boring. <laughs> it's like that, that scene does build tension. Well, because the stakes are very small. Their stakes are just to her and him yeah. versus the stakes being like, we have to save the whole planet with this temporal pincer maneuver that we spent the whole movie explaining yeah. over and over and over again. Like, I got it. I got it. I got it. And, and just because you can do this, like, Editing and goofiness, yep. Christopher Nolan doesn't mean Christopher you Nolan, have to. Uh, what what is the like the uh, when you think of Interstellar? What is the part of the movie where you're like, oh, this was like the height of like the tension and and character in the movie? It's when he gets off the planet where days pass very slow, and he it's finds the out fucking his- water planet. The whole thing, it's the yeah. water planet part because they go in there knowing that they have to get out in thirty minutes. It's like thirty yeah. minutes, right? Uh, they're like, it's we shouldn't even be doing this. Yeah, but we have to, right? And then they fucking get back in that ship, and it's been thirty five years. Hold, that's that's the part of Interstellar I remember, and it's it's a rocket ship, which is admittedly pretty cool, landing yeah. on a planet, uh, which CG wise, not, I mean, it looks nice, mm-hmm. but it's not like it's not uh, robots blasting lasers at each other, mm-hmm. right? Taurus is involved, but but that's a pretty simple. Um, that's a prop, wasn't it? Uh, there, there was they had a physical Taurus prop. Yeah, I mm. don't know what he's like freewheeling though. Oh, well, I think he's freewheeling. He has CG. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's like it's literally like actors coming out of a spaceship and like looking for some stuff and then running away from some water and getting back in that spaceship and the spaceship going back into space and then them talking and Matthew McConaughey sitting in a chair. Yeah, like. Compared to a temporal pincer maneuver with well, explosions and shit. Compared to the end of that movie where he's just like floating around in CG space, like making uh-huh. things happen. Yeah. No, wait. What is that? Yeah. What is that? That's the res- resolution of the movie. Uh-huh. We got you out. It's been a hundred years or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a great issue, Tim. Thank you. Well, uh, that wraps it up for this week's episode. Here's what I'll get. Until next week, I'm Tad Burke. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. See ya. Bye. If you want to call in Here's Get Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us on the Discord under the voicemail upload channel. But no voicemails again this week. 
I guess no one has anything to say to us. I guess not. Yeah, better keep it that way. I have a song I can play. <laughs> I don't know if I should play it though. I'll play it for us. Okay. Uh, Matt from Minnesota shared a some Star Trek punk songs that he made. Oh, cool. Yeah. Anyway, well, until next week, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs>